Uh, as I said, it's not just um, the FAA's computer system that caused the problems. A lot of flights weren't flying uh, out of at least the Edmonton Airport, and I think there were some affected at Calgary. We'll find out for sure uh, because of the fog. It's just crazy. We're going to chat with Tiffany Lizay, who is the Chief Meteorologist at Global Calgary. Tiffany, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Well, thanks for having me, Shay. So these, this, I was taking a look, this, this uh, public alert that we have for the fog, it's, it's really expanded from what we saw yesterday. Now you're talking north of Edmonton and all the way to the border on the eastern half of the province, right? Oh, yeah, all the way into that southeastern corner of Alberta, yep. What's, what's going on? I mean, uh, <laughs> it, why do we have so much fog? Is it normal to have this kind of fog in the winter? Well, we it's not for this long of a period of time, right? Edmonton yesterday, what was it, 22 hours with visibility under zero yeah. kilometers. So yeah. that significantly impacted fog. And that stretches all the way into Saskatchewan as well. They've been dealing with similar uh, conditions. So what's happening is that air mass that's sitting over our province, it's pretty stagnant. It's not moving. Typically, we see the natural flow of air we're not seeing that so that's allowing that fog that freezing fog to develop and it's kind of just sitting over parts of our province i mean some areas like red deer yesterday did improve throughout the day we could see some slow improvement in some spots again uh throughout this afternoon but it's expected to be back tonight for uh much of central and southern alberta so uh, buckle in because it's sticking around and it's uh causing so many issues well, that's the thing. I mean, like I was talking about a lot of flights in Edmonton, and I saw you tweeting this morning, like zero visibility on the highways down by Medicine Hat. So, I mean, travel, mm-hmm. it really messes up travel. Oh, absolutely. Air travel, uh, highway travel. Even now, I'm looking at the current conditions, 200-meter visibility in Red Deer, in Jeez. Medicine Hat. Lethbridge is also under that fog advisory, but they are getting a little bit of movement of air in the Lethbridge region, so they're actually okay. It's just to the east of Lethbridge that's impacted. And then in the Edmonton area, it's down to 800 meters in Edmonton, 600 meters in Edson. If you're looking east, 400 meters in Lloydminster. And it's that freezing fog, so you'll notice some... Uh, rime ice interesting enough forming on trees on power lines as well a lot of people mistake it for hoarfrost yeah. hoarfrost develops under clear skies rime ice develops under fog and it can cause layers and layers of rime uh which is what we're seeing for parts of our province and like i said in saskatchewan too so it's there, there's some beauty to it. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is gorgeous. There's no question about it. As long as you don't have to go anywhere, if you're just sitting at home yeah. and watching it. I mean, and so like you say, just get used to this because it's not going away at least today and it'll probably come back tonight, right? So, I mean, expect this for at least the next 24 hours, would you say? Yeah, I would say that. So, like I said, we could see some improvements, slow improvement throughout today as that sunshine comes out and helps dissipate some of that moisture. It starts to to dry up some of that uh, heavy moisture that we're seeing in the air. But without that movement of air, it's expected to redevelop. So any areas that see improvements throughout this afternoon will see that fog right back throughout tonight and into tomorrow morning. I would be surprised if Edmonton saw much improvement uh, throughout today. So I would say expect very similar conditions to yesterday and adjust your your driving uh, as a result. And unfortunately, if you do have air travel in the works or in the the plans for the next 24 hours, keep an eye on those delays and cancellations. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, while I've got a weather expert on the phone, I'm just following this stuff, what's happening in California. I mean, this is Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible. Just, I mean, it's been going on for a while now, like 58 different areas under states of emergency. I mean, it's flash flooding, it's mudslides, it's all the rest. What's going on there? 
Well, what we have is uh, this atmospheric river. We've heard this term. We've used this term before. And uh, it's basically like a conveyor belt of moisture. And that conveyor belt is pulling that moisture to that California coast, to the Pacific Northwest, and even to parts of coastal BC. We're seeing those impacts as well uh, in the BC and in parts of Canada. So we're watching it very closely. So it's it's that La Nina effect, right? This is pretty classic. Yeah. Uh, but what the problem really is, not only that consistent moisture uh, that's hitting the coast, but because parts of California has been dealing with extreme dry spells as well, we're seeing the soil become hydrophobic. And what that means is is the soil, it doesn't know how to absorb moisture anymore because it's been dry for so long. So it rejects that moisture. It doesn't allow it to seep in to the soil. It rejects it. And therefore, that uh, water just sits on the top and causes uh, that flooding, causes mudslides, etc. And so California has either been extremely dry or extremely wet and the soil just it, it can't keep up. And unfortunately, um, this is a result of climate change. We're seeing these extreme events mm-hmm. more frequently instead of in that normal um, cycle pattern where the soil has time to adjust and adapt appropriately. What's the uh, forecast? Like, I hear this is just going to continue for a while in California, right? Yeah, it's really an unfortunate situation. So I'm, I'm looking at the forecast in front of me right now. Areas like San Fran get a bit of a break. Okay. Um, but that northern coast of California just continues to see moisture throughout today, throughout tomorrow, and even into Friday. And it's not only uh, that northern coast of California. It also goes up, like I said, to the Pacific Northwest. So areas like Portland, Seattle, even Vancouver, Victoria will continue to see moisture throughout the rest of this week. So hardest hit areas, of course, California, because of the state uh, that they're in with that extreme dry to extreme wet cycle that they've been dealing with. Wow, just uh, never a dull moment. Uh, Tiffany, thank you so much for walking us through a couple of these big stories. Really appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.